0: Hey, I'm Vinny, and I'm Nat, and this is the Relatively Fit Podcast. Uh, Oh, 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 yeah. No. I don't know, but I was just giving the people them a little something, something in it, a little something different. Are we ready? We are totally ready. Are we rolling? We are rolling, baby. Okay, sorry, I just have to scoot over here and the chair is really squeaky. Oh, bum (laughs) squeak. Hello, everybody. Hello. Why are you putting on that voice now? Because I'm copying you. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Hello, everyone. Hello. How are we all doing? Okay, today we're being silly. She's not grumpy today, everyone, blimey. No, I am. Do you know why? Oh God, here we go, yeah. <laughs> because she left me outside. Okay, well, I didn't mean to, like I didn't see you and say, I'm not letting her in. <laughs> but listen, yeah, if I say I'm coming <laughs> at 1.30, the thing is with me, um, I'm very like, I'm very mindful of people's times. Like if I know I'm not going to make it by 1.30, I'm going to let you know that I'm not going to be there by 1.30, innit? Okay, yeah. So I got here at like 1.29 or something like this. Did you? Yeah, I got here before um, 130. You must have just missed me. I went to the pharmacy, basically, to go and get some cream. Nothing rude, just some E45. No, she went to get some dirty cream, mate. <sighs> I went for, for like, dirty e- things. <laughs> I went for E45, ooh. okay, <laughs> for bits, parts of dry skin. Ooh, you know, ooh. it's warm and flesh is getting shown. Ooh. So, you know, I need to take care of a certain thing. So I went to the pharmacist. Mm -hmm. and then rather than coming straight back I thought oh let me go for a loop around the block you know just get some vitamin d get your steps in get my steps in because today is um not a training day I am going to do a workout later some strength and conditioning but I thought because I'm not running today I'll go for a nice walk around the block you know get some fresh air and you know process my thoughts and everything and then I got to the corner of my roads and I saw this girl and I was like (laughs) that looks like my sister what's she doing here and I kind of looked at my phone and I was like oh she's been waiting for me so I was like what are you doing there and she's like I've been here for 15 minutes see how she treats me excuse me I was here banging on the door yeah like I was like banging on the door and then I was like (laughs) looking through the window and then I swear I heard like someone be like excuse me like and I'm thinking because of the area is that like everybody knows everybody and the neighbors are quite tight. So they're probably thinking there's like one random girl with this long hair, like <laughs> all in her gym kit, just banging on someone's window. like I should have said, and I look, don't and looking know through you. And I had a big bag. It just looked a bit sus in it. Like I had my rucksack, had one big bag, like had things in it. They might have thought I was, I don't even know. You've come to steal my silverware. But yeah. <laughs> like so I've I was got like, any. <laughs> oh, i was like oh she's late anyway I'm sorry we're here now back with the cr- <laughs> the creaky chairs yeah and also we didn't um we were actually supposed to release an episode was it last week it was last week yeah but we kind of um basically the time is just ticking away <laughs> yeah <laughs> and our weeks have just been like oh my god and we kind of just forgot well, I didn't forget. We, I didn't forget. Okay. So we didn't forget, but it was like... It was a timing issue, I think. I think it was a timing issue. And I did. I think we didn't realise the two weeks had passed that quickly. Yeah. Normally we record and then like we have maybe a space of a week to just like edit and just like chill and like take our time to upload and stuff. Yeah. But we were just like, hold on a minute. It's the end of the two. Oh my God, we haven't done it. <laughs> so what are you doing? Um... um... Next week? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how that went, basically. Um, so, yeah, apologies, but um, we're back now. We're back. You missed us? No. Oh. Yeah, I'm sure they did. Oh. Yeah. okey koke. So. So. What are we talking about today? Why do you always do this? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's my thing. You know, we all have our thing. Uh, it's the week. oh yes gosh um, see so you see this is part of it i forget is it really yeah because oh it's god. natural it's it's just how it happens because i rush ahead and you're like you've forgotten something and i'm like oh yeah see it it happens naturally just let it flow oh my god <laughs> like tony braxton said <gasps> let it oh flow. my god oh my god let it flow let it flow let it it flow <laughs> Everything's going to work out right, you know. Wow. Tony Braxton was right. Okay. More singing. <laughs> Inspo of the week. <laughs> <laughs> We're back. <laughs> back in the room. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just can't with you. Oh. <laughs> so I believe it's my turn. It's definitely your turn. Okay. So I am organized and I have my notes. Hold on a minute. Hold music. I don't. Do you know what hold music kills Ooh. me? Is the doctor surgery. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 it's <laughs> ridiculous <laughs> ow and you laugh <laughs> at me <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> so let's move on okay oh my god right so inspo of the week my inspo of the week is naomi osaka So Naomi's Japanese and she's a professional tennis player, as I'm sure you all know. She's the first Asian player to hold the top ranking in singles. And she's also a four-time Grand Slam singles champion. And she's the reigning champion at the US Open and at the Australian Open. And along with her numerous other achievements, she also became the first woman to win successive Grand Slam singles title since Serena in 2015. Osaka gained both positive and negative responses in her activism roles. Um, She's shown a lot of support for the Black Lives Matter movement, and she was named a Sportsperson Person of the Year by Sports Illustrated, along with four others, including LeBron James. And she was on the Times annual list as one of the 100 most influential people in the world, for her activism at the 2020 us open um, where obviously people had to wear masks because of covid um, naomi wore masks that bore the names of african-american people who had been killed in the preceding few years and leading up to the time of the event those named were briona taylor elijah mclean ahmad aubrey trayvon martin George Floyd and Philando Castle and Tamir Rice. Osaka was praised directly by the parents of Martin and Aubrey. And recently, Naomi has faced criticism due to her withdrawal from the French Open, citing struggles with anxiety and depression. The Japanese world number two let the Grand Slam tournament... She left the Grand Slam tournament, sorry... Um, days after she'd been fined $15,000 and threatened with expulsion after expressing her wish to protect her mental health by not speaking to the press. And by taking this dance, she received much criticism, but has also gained a lot of support from the likes of Lewis Hamilton and Serena Williams, among others. So Naomi Osaka is my inspo of the week. Um... I chose her because obviously I've spoken previously um, about my um, mental health awareness training at work and I'm a wellness champion now. Ooh! Ooh, Yeah! yeah. So um, Naomi's struggles really um, spoke to me and I was really interested in the way the press, other tennis players and people in general responded to her putting her mental health first and I was quite shocked that she received some criticism because you know she expressed her wish not to speak to the press to safeguard a part of her that she didn't want to expose at that time and for people to turn around and you know, criticise her for that, I found really, really strange, especially due to the time that we're living in at the moment with COVID and everything that we've all been through. Um, so I was happy that people did come to her defence. And I was also happy that she was brave enough to come forward and say, look, I need to protect my mental health and my wellness. I don't want to do this. Yes, I know it's part of... Of my job because it is part of their contract where they have to speak to the press. However, I'm not feeling right about it at this time and I don't want to do it basically. So I just found it interesting the way people have responded to her. So I stand with her fully for putting her mental wellness... At the forefront of sport, I think it needs to be spoken about more. So that's why I chose Naomi Osaka as my inspo of the week. It's interesting, isn't it? Because especially for a game like tennis, where it's like when you're playing singles, I'm speaking, I guess, it's it's, it's you alone and you're carrying like the weight of like a win or a loss or... You know, how you get yourself through a match and then just all the other life stuff on top of it. Yeah. To, like, acknowledge where you are mentally and be like, you know what? I need to take some time out. Like, good for her. And I think it's a disgrace that, you know, the the sport in which she plays in the tournament couldn't even support that. Yeah. And then it's going to be like, I mean, God forbid maybe a tennis player drops out to mental health issues or you know it goes to a deep dark place where it goes as deep as like suicide or something like that Mm -hmm. for people to then be jumping into action and be you know then supporting charities that support the cause and stuff like that it's like it's too little too late like support people now and if people are saying that they're in this space or saying that they need help, believe them and not make it worse. Absolutely. I think all employers have a duty of care to their staff or to whoever whoever is in their employ or as part of their organisation, whatever, in whatever capacity, um, they need to have a duty of care. I mean, we've got sports psychologists, we've got physio people, Um, people that help sports personalities on their physical things well what about their mental well-being um I just found it really interesting the response and um Lewis Hamilton said a few things and you know he was totally standing with Naomi and saying, you know, there is a lot of pressure in the spotlight, especially when you're young. You know, there's so much that you have to live up to. Yeah, she's like, what, 22, 23? Yeah, she's like really she's young. Yeah, She's young. And I I think, thinking of my 22-year-old self, I think... I, was I would have mess. crumbled. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> yeah. I Interviews, I don't think I'd have been able to do any. I just... I don't know. I think I would have fallen apart, really. Um, so, yeah. Interesting. But we fully support her. Anyways, on a more positive note, did yes. you see her doing up um, Vogue covers? Yes. Oh, God, she looks amazing. 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 Yeah. Good for her. All right. So before we get into it, right, mm-hmm. I just want to explain to the people then, that I'm that, something happens in it and this is the thing like was there shouting i heard shouting anyway um like us here at um relatively fit hq (laughs) we pride ourselves on delivering you guys delivering to you guys top form content Yes, and we are Amazing at what we do. Oh, yeah. We are also a jack of all trades. Oh, yeah. We are podcasters, producers, technicians. Content creators. Content creators. Social media managers. Editors. Editors. Um, Proofreaders. Yes, all of the things. All the things. And sometimes things happen. And technical things. Technical, technical things happen. Um, So, basically, we actually recorded this episode in full and the the person who edits the podcast aka me (laughs) uh, went to go and edit it and there was basically no sound from Nat's side of the file so it just would have been a podcast of me and talking and sounded like I was basically talking to a wall, um, which wasn't, <laughs> <Not> <laughs> wasn't, the idea. It wasn't the effect that we were trying to go for. Um, so basically, we've had to re-record, um, which is fine. So it may sound a little bit different from our intro in terms of like the atmosphere, because now we're recording in a different room, mm-hmm. but we're back. Um, so thanks for hanging in there with us. Um so let's crack on with the app finally. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> we haven't gone anywhere. <laughs> this has been a recording. Beep. Okay. So we did it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh I'm having an episode. <laughs> Right, okay, let's get on to it. Tryouts, 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 tryouts. Oh, god, let me just have a sip of tea. sip your tea Mm. and get ready. It's the nice twining ones, guys, not the um dirty dishwater one. No, no, not the dirty dishwater one. This is um, is it raspberry and cherry or something like this? Mm. Very fruity, Mm. very fruity. Um, so the tryouts, tryouts, tryouts. Yes. What did we do? Yes. Where we, did we go? What did we do? Where did we go? Why did I think that's the song? Where did you come from? Where did you go?
1: Where, Where did, did you come from? Cat Nigel.
0: Cat Nigel. I've been around a long time ago. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from? Cat Nigel. Anyway, more tea. We went to... Croywall. Croywall, which is... An indoor rock climbing bouldering space in South London. mm mm-hmm. um, So, we went there was, this week with, obviously, myself, Nat, and also Mills came along too. Mills came along for the ride slash cry, crime. Oh, my God. <laughs> you baiting us up. <laughs> we went out and committed crime the other night Climb, in Croydon. Climb. Do you know what? It's been a long week, guys. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God, <laughs> it's just been a very long week. And I feel like, I'm going to just be real. I cried yesterday because I was just tired. Oh no, <laughs> it's bad when it's like that. You're just kind of like, <sighs> I don't know what else to do. I so I'm going to cry. Cried. I felt like the biggest baby. Cause you know, when babies just cry, but just because they want to sleep. Yeah. I was just like oh my god I'm just very overwhelmed but then also I think it was a combination of a very heavy work week mm. and then like coming on my period and it being like super painful like normally my periods aren't you know it's it's uncomfortable but not like painful to the point where I'm like you know hugging my stomach and like curled up in a ball. And welcome move. welcome to the club. I know, right <laughs> um so that on top of like Having to teach like more than my normal amount of classes in a day, and then like babysitting my nephew, who's like so much fun, but oh my god, one year olds are tiring. Mm. AF. Being up from five o'clock in the morning. And then not getting home till, like, after eight. Like, I was just exhausted. Mm. Um, why am I saying all of this? Oh, yeah, because I can't speak properly. So if I just go off on a tangent, just like I did now, and say things that I wasn't meant to say, it's because I'm tired. I'll oh, gently you. nudge you back. Don't worry, darling. Thank you. Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. Anyway, <laughs> so we went to climb. Yes. Um, and it was your, well, Nat's first experience of... Indoor climbing, right? Yes, um, it was. But I, I've i been before, and Mills has been before. Um, we went to Hackney Wick Boulder Project, I think it's called, which by the name, you could probably guess it's all the way in Hackney, so East London. Um, and we went down with our crew, Rundam, and yeah, it was just an opportunity to just try something new, a bit like this. It was an opportunity to try something new um, and just do it with friends. And it was great. We really, really loved it. um, But we just didn't go back just simply because it was so far. Like we're south, east, Hackney is long. Mm. Once you get to Shoreditch, it's just like anything past Shoreditch is just way too far. So we just didn't go back. Um, But the tryouts, this was on our list for the tryouts. And here we are. So, this is where we got to. Um, So, I've done a lot of talking, Nat. Do you want to talk us through, like, at least your experience or what we did, how you felt? Well, for those who don't know, yes. So, for those who don't know, bouldering is basically a form of free climbing that's performed on an artificial wall or a rock formation without a rope or a harness. And for indoor bouldering, the rock walls are constructed with wooden cement panels and then they've got these like plastic holds um, where you place your hands and your feet. And they're they're sort of like really tough plastic that are bolted to the walls Um, and they're different colours um, which indicate the level of difficulty. So that's what bouldering or indoor rock climbing is. Um, it was my first time actually, I know um, Vinnie was saying she's been before, but it was my first time so I was really excited but at the same time a little bit nervous because I wasn't sure what to expect and um, also with um, COVID, you know, still being with us, I was a bit worried about their COVID procedure because obviously... Um, you know, you're grabbing onto things that people have grabbed onto before you and stuff like that. So I was a bit nervous. Do you know what's funny? I didn't even like, that didn't even register with me. Really? Yeah. I. It's funny now, because now I feel a bit weird. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> but it was, it was actually all fine. Yeah. But yes, as you were saying, that could be a concern because you yeah. are touching surfaces, same surfaces that other people have touched. Exactly. So I was a bit nervous about that, to be honest with you, coupled with the fact that I'd never been before. Um, So when we got there, um, we spoke to the receptionist and, you know, their COVID procedure was pretty good. So it was one way in, one way out. There was hand sanitizer everywhere. And um, yeah, after speaking to her, I felt, you know, a bit more at ease about everything. Um, So she'd asked if we'd been before And basically, um, I was going to speak about this later, but with Croywall, you don't have to have uh, a session with a professional. And when we were researching for the indoor climbing, we found that a lot of um, companies made you pay between twenty-five and thirty pounds to have a proper instructed first lesson if you've never been bouldering before. Um, so that would... Excuse me if you can hear gulping. Sorry to <laughs> interject there. But this tea just bangs, man. You and like I'm it? I'm not going to save it until the end. So I'll be drinking throughout. Continue. Okay, <laughs> right. So um, most companies charge between 25 and 30 pounds for the first session if you haven't been bouldering before so they'd give you an introduction into it safety procedures and what you needed to do but with Croywall, um you go to their website and you watch a video on youtube and then they tell you that when you actually get to the climbing center you have to answer three questions but all you do online is watch the video sign the disclaimer obviously join up, um, send your email address, etc. And then it gets verified and then you're free to climb, providing that you answer the three questions correctly when you get down there. So um here's the thing to know, actually <laughs> because um when we went to Hackney with Boulder mm. um we obviously we went in a group but I think it was one of those introductory sessions because we had someone I can't remember his name, Sam or something like this. But he was like Spider Man and he was just so amazing. But he helped with um stuff like technique, spotting mm. and like demoing and stuff like that. Um and just helping us to feel comfortable around the space. Um but we also had to do that thing where we had to watch a video. So I think okay. that's that standard procedure across the board whether right. or not you're gonna have the intro session or, or not. not. Okay. Um what else was I gonna say? But yes. Um I think we decided not to go with the intro session, A because of cost, um and B because Nat was with people that had been before. So in some sense it's kind of like we were her demos if that makes sense Mm -hmm. even though we're not like super advanced climbers or anything like that but we we have a basic understanding of like stuff like technique and what to do and blah 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 um but if you hadn't been before or you weren't with anyone who had been before um I definitely recommend like doing that intro session just to be with someone who really knows their stuff mm-hmm. and that can help guide you just so you can get a basic level of understanding so that the next time if you do decide to go back you could have a bit more confidence in order to do that on your own mm-hmm. so yeah just sort of chime in there yeah no that's a good point actually um but for me I'm the type of person where I just like to get stuck in anyway so it was good to have that option that I could actually do that but I mean, when you sign the disclaimer, it does actually say, basically, we are not responsible if you die. If you die, <laughs> it's not our fault. Basically. Thank you, bye. So it is quite serious. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. So you're basically signing your life away. Break your arm. Sorry, hard. It's not our Get fault. Get that sick pay. Exactly. <laughs> we didn't do it. It's not our fault. So it gets to the point where I have to answer the three questions and actually there's two, but I was made to answer three because (laughs) I got one wrong. So like we'd signed up and we got like our little cards to tap in and out and she said, okay, I'm just going to ask you your questions now. So when you climb up the wall, what's the best and safest way to come down? You jump! You jump! (laughs) Well, that's the thing, I'm standing there and I'm like, I did watch the video and then I'm looking at little sister help me out, you know, and I'm kind of like, well, you're going to help me or what? And she's just like looking at me and I'm like. You know what's mad is that like when you can, you can actually see someone sweating. Like, yeah, I, I feel was going like to kick her. her. I feel like I saw you sweating. I was. Like, oh my God, like, you know, oh. it's almost like I could see. What's that show again? Is it Countdown? It's called Countdown, isn't it? Which one? <inaudible> did it it did, 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 did. did Yeah. yeah. It's like I could see that playing in your head. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> like I could see the countdown playing in your head. Cuz she was looking at me, I was looking back at her, then I turned to look at you, then I looked back at her, then I started sweating, and then I was just like, is someone going to help me? And then she's looking at me as if to say, "Well," <laughs> and I'm like, uh, and I'm, like, trying to kick little sis. Were you going to help me or what? And she's just looking, so I'm like... No, because <laughs> she was looking, but then she was looking at me as if to say, it's not... I know you know, but it's not your turn to answer. Oh, because she like, don't doing, help her. Yeah, because wow. she... Even though she asked both of our names, she started signing you in first. Yeah. So it's like she was dealing with you separately, even though we was here as a group. Right. Like she was dealing with you as an individual. So even though I knew the answer... I couldn't really say you couldn't anything. couldn't help me out. And even Andre was like, I know he, because he's like, oh, always jumping in. I know he was itching to say what it was. And even he was like, oh, I'm not going to say anything. Um. So, yeah, that's the reason why. Not because I'm mean <laughs> yeah, and I do not want you to mean. climb. <laughs> well, I'm standing there. So I'm like, right, okay, think logically. And I think, hmm, bit of a problem there. Oh. So I was like, you know what? So I said to him, um, the safest way is to go down the way you went up (laughs) and she was like um no what what was the answer I can't even remember okay so (laughs) uh, (laughs) sorry so on if you haven't seen a bouldering wall before it's obviously a wall and on the wall are different colored like holds grips nodules things that jut out, blah, 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 blah. And each color corresponds to a level of difficulty. So green could be like your beginners Mm -hmm. and then yellow could be like advanced or whatever, like super serious climber. So how you get up is you choose your level of difficulty, AKA you choose your color, Mm -hmm. which means that each climb and each like foot space, foothold, whatever has to be the same color in order to complete that level. Once you get to the top, you don't have to take the same route down as in you don't have to stick to your color of difficulty to come down. Mm-hmm. You just find the easiest way down. Whatever hold is there, whatever color is nearby that you can grab on onto right, is the way that you'll scale down. You will not jump <laughs> from the top no. to the mat. And if you do jump, you must come down to a safe height where you can then jump. It's manageable. Knees bent, darling. Knees bent. Yeah. Um. Once you hit the floor. So the answer to that question was you take any route down. Yeah. Well, okay. I guess it's yeah, but it's so pretty much like you, technically you were correct in exactly. that you scaled yeah. down, but yeah. you don't have to take the same route. So I was a. I was she was halfway there 75% right something like this okay so she was like okay I'll ask you another question so I thought I'm on a warning here (laughs) she was like um hold on so what was the next question uh what was it Oh, something to do with, like, if, if their hold spins or something? Yes. So if you're climbing and one of the holds moves, that means um one of the... Things where you put place your hands or your feet. If it's moving, what do you do? So I stood bolt upright because I knew this one. I thought, yeah, I'm going to get a blue Peter badge now. I was like, oh God. if you find a hold that is moving, shaking or comes out of the ball, you need to report it to reception. <laughs> A-S-A-P. And she was like, very good. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was so proud of myself. And then she asked one more question that, again, escapes me. But I got it right. Um, so, yeah, I was dealt with and moved to the side. Um, and a side note as well, that when you're not um, climbing, you have to keep your mask on. So that was another reason why I was sweating, because it was hot in there and I had this <laughs> mask on as well. <laughs> so that didn't help matters. But, um, yeah, so I got dealt with. And then Vinny went through the same pro- process. Um so basically after that you're cleared to climb. You're given these really ugly tight shoes like they're worse than the bowling shoes that you get, you know, that you have to hire. That oh they were like awful and my toes obviously I'm pretty much recovered from the 50k but my big toes are still a little bit sore. Your big toes korani. <laughs> thank you basically i'm not going to be wearing sandals for july you know maybe yeah maybe august september when it's time to put the boots on anyway um so yeah she was like oh what size are you normally and she got the shoes out and i was like what are these ugly things and i put them on and literally my toes were like what have you got us into now like you're always doing this stuff trying to mess us up so basically they were so tight. climbing shoes are tighter than normal so if you imagine you know like if you've got like okay I don't know if anyone else does this but I do it too <laughs> yeah well I don't want to bend down to pick something up so I'll like if it's like an item of clothing I'll just like kind of scrunch my toes up to like pick it up <laughs> lazy <laughs> you can't be bothered to pick up so you use your feet. Yeah, you just like scrunch your toe on it and then you, like, you lift your foot up and then you grab it so you don't have to bend down. Ugh. Anyway, if anyone else does that, hey, we're friends. <laughs> but it's like a similar vibe where like you scrunch your toe. So imagine that action of like scrunching your toe and then put that in a shoe and mm-hmm. then you can't unscrunch your feet. Mm-hmm. That's how the shoes fit. And they fit this way, I think to help with like your grip your grip yeah yeah, up the wall. yeah definitely um, but they're yeah then they're, they're not the most comfortable things in the world and they're not the prettiest either. they're not the, the prettiest proper ugly either. they are kind of ugly mm-hmm. um but yeah that's the reason as to why um they fit so closely mm-hmm. i guess yeah um so what happened next so we got our shoes we were cleared to climb and it's literally one way in one way out obviously as i said because of covid so we went upstairs and actually you went ahead of me. What did you find when we got up there? Oh, so I thought this was really cool. So we walk up the stairs and then it's like you get like um, a view of the the space from up above. But also there was like gym equipment. I mean, it wasn't like a vast amount, but it was enough that if you wanted to come and warm up properly, yeah. you could. So there was um, a rowing machine, there were bars, mm-hmm. there were free weights, there were resistance bands. Yeah. And even though we didn't use them, it was nice to know that they were there, that you could come and use them to warm up. Or yeah. um, if you're working on a specific thing um, or a specific grip, that there were, there were things that you could use um, to help with that. So that was really cool. And nice to see. Um, so yeah. There was that space. And then there was a space for like. The lockers. And they had showers. Mm-hmm. And they had changing. Like changing cubby holes. Um, so that was all upstairs. Um, so once you made. You you finished up there. Doing whatever you were doing. You could then come down. Back to the floor. And begin your climb. Mm-hmm. So. Obviously, I've been before. Mills has been before. It was your first time, yeah. What was your thought now that we've like put our stuff away, we've got our shoes on, and we're standing on like the padded floor, ready to climb? Well, actually, that was what put me at ease. Actually, the padded floor because when we were walking down, I was kind of like, oh, because I was seeing people kind of scaling up the boulder wall and I was like well what if you do fall and then so we came down the stairs and we were kind of like walking on the concrete and then you step up onto um the area where the bouldering wall is and I was surprised where my feet actually sank down and I was like oh what's this and the the surface was really springy So when you you couldn't exactly, like, bounce, but if you fell, you'd be cushioned. Um, It was quite firm, but if you did fall, you wouldn't be hurt. So that kind of set my mind at ease a little bit. It kind of felt like memory foam. Yeah, yeah. Like a bouncier version of memory foam. Yeah, yeah, that's how it did feel underfoot, actually. And that then gave me a bit of confidence because the first thing I thought was okay, I'm going to fall on my ass. (laughs) Definitely, I know I'm going to. And I don't mind, you know, because I don't mind laughing at myself and other people laughing, that's fine. But I was just like, this is going to happen, so how is it going to (laughs) happen, you know? So walking on that surface kind of put my mind at ease that, okay, I'd fall on my ass, but I wouldn't break something as well. So we kind of walked around and there was about... Maybe 20 people in there, which, again, was really good because going back to the website, um, if you type in the time or roughly the time that you want to go, they've got a counter, which I thought was an excellent thing, um, where they would show you how many people were in the building. So if, I don't know, say it was six o'clock in the evening and you saw that it was like... I don't know, 40% capacity, and you weren't comfortable with that, you could maybe wait till later or whatever. So you could keep watching that counter to see whether it would go up or down. So I thought that was a brilliant idea. So when we first looked at it, it said that there were like 20 people in there. And then when we actually arrived, there was roughly 20 people there. And because it's quite a big space over two levels, Um, everyone was just really spread out so it wasn't a case of you know everybody being grouped up together and then you know you've got the anxiety about covid and you know about social distancing Um, everybody was really spread out and yeah it was fine I kind of looked at the wall and they had a chart with all the different colors indicating the level of difficulty And green was the easiest one, so I thought, well, okay, I've never done it before, so let's go for green. Um, And I think you went first, didn't you? Because we were all. Did I go first? You did because we were all standing around. Yeah, because you know, like when you go somewhere new, and you're standing there with a group of friends, and like one's kind of like playing with their hair, one's looking at the other one, and it's like, well, who's going to go first? I need to go to toilet, so you kind of get yourself out of going Going first, first, right? Yeah, so you were like. I'm just gonna go. <laughs> okay, so yeah, I must have been like, oh, I'm tired of like waiting for people. Let me just go. Yeah. You so got fed I went up, up and I, I was like, oh. Like instantly I was like reminded of how high it gets. And I was that that's what made me nervous. Because I was like, oh shit, it's like kinda high still. Um but I managed to get up the first time and then I think you had your turn. Yeah. I was OK, so it's all about angles, isn't it? Because I chose green, as I said. So I was going up and when you're standing there looking at something, it's different when you're at an angle to it. So when you're looking at the wall, you're like, nah, I can do this. But when you're actually hanging onto it, the one above you looks so far away. You're like, how am I going to get my hands up there? So, like, you have to find, obviously, a hold to place your feet on to push or propel yourself up to grab the one above you. Um, and obviously, as I've said many times, it was my first time. So I kind of got nervous and I thought, I can't get up there. So I was just over halfway up. And then I was like, Nah, do you know what? I'm coming down. Okay. coming down. <laughs> yeah. So... I kind of chickened out of it to be honest with you but when I came down I kind of stood back assessed the situation went for it again and I was like just be brave and you know just go for it and I did. And listen to our instruction. Yes. Because it's like in terms of technique climbing well this is what I'm just going to call him Sam. His name wasn't Sam, but his name is Sam. (laughs) This is what Sam said. It's like, it's not like climbing a ladder. So when you think Mm. about how you climb a ladder, you literally are just like, okay, front onto the ladder, lifting your knee to like 90 degrees so that your foot meets the rung and then you step. It's the same in terms of like how you would use the rung in terms of you putting your body weight into the rung to then drive up to get to the next rung. But instead of having your knee up and facing the ladder or the wall in this case, it's the case of having your body and your hips as close to the wall as possible. So it's like you're dancing with the wall. <laughs> If you could put it like that, with your leg out to the side. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, because you've got to to get carnival style. you would be doing doing at home with your husband. Mm. No, but like, if you think of it, because like you said, you can't put your knee out in front of you because you need to be as close to the wall as possible. So your body has to be up against it. And obviously, because you're going to, climb you're going to make like spidey so your legs have to be out to the side at an angle for you to be able to maneuver yourself up the wall so that's the best kind of description i can think of dancing with your leg up at the side Okay. D- don't try Someone's and visualize. Re- somebody's to- <laughs> ready for carnival, boy. Someone's ready to be lifting up their leg and whining, boy. Oh no, no. Oh my gosh. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's ready to apply this. Oh, I'm ready to apply this. Mm. So yes. Um, how was in terms of like then switching out the technique? Did that help? Then it did, because it's all about trying to manoeuvre yourself and push and pull. Because obviously, as you guys know by now, (laughs) you know, running is my thing and I've got a lot of strength in my legs. But my upper body strength is trash. I'm not gonna lie. So I was a bit worried because I thought, yeah, this is all about upper body strength. But it isn't because you need your legs to kind of like, Propel you up, and then you then you grab with your hands, and then you move your arms and your body up. So it's really a joint effort between the two. It's not just having the strength in your legs; it's also having the strength and the reach in your arms. Also, um, so it's definitely, I'd say, a whole body yes um, workout experience. Definitely, um, yes, your upper body is doing a big chunk of the work but you are also using your lower body to drive up Mm. um on those those footholds but then also it's a case of like hand eye coordination yes um it's also it takes up a bit of brain space as well because you have to figure out okay what what way am I gonna go up I can see the route but you know what combination of Hand here, foot here is going to work to get me up because yeah. there were some occasions where it's like you start and then actually you have to come back down again because what you thought would work to get up there actually doesn't. Yeah, so it's a case of coming back down, figuring it out again, and then going again. So actually, yeah, it works. It works everything, even your brain. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's the part that I really liked about it because, I mean. I hate treadmills, I re- well, I really dislike them, hate's a strong word. Yeah, I them. I, um, I hate treadmills. <laughs> I hate just them. call it what it is, babe. Yes, I call hate it the dead mill because I just can't bear it. And so what I'm trying to say is you can get on a treadmill and I've seen it in the gym. Someone will get on the treadmill and they will watch EastEnders or they'll watch any other TV programme And they can just mindly run, or mindlessly run and run. I was going to say that's a new word. Yeah, mindly. mindly. I don't know, but (laughs) (laughs) yeah. But they can literally mindlessly just run and run and run. But with bouldering, you have to use your brain as well. You have to be fully present. And I really like the mind body connection. You can't be mindless about it um, because it's like you have to solve a puzzle and you've got to find the best and most effective way to get to the top of the wall and then come down again. So it's not just about just shimmying up it. It's about your technique, it's about figuring it out in your mind, how you're going to do it. Because like you said, you can kind of stand there and be like, okay, I'm going to go up and it doesn't quite work out. You come back down, you have to figure it out. And I really like that kind of mind-body connection. You have to be, you know, really focused. Because it is serious, because you can fall and you can hurt yourself. And you can die. And you can die, <laughs> as the um, the waiver says. So you really have to be present. And I really like that about it. You, you know, it wasn't just like a full body workout, but you were also working your brain a bit as well. So yeah, I really like that aspect of it. Um, what were your like main positive takeaways from this experience? Um, well, as I previously, you know, said, the mind-body connection Um, trying to figure out what the best and most effective way was to get to the top and um, the fact that I don't know how you feel I mean you can answer for yourself but I felt that the vibe was so chilled because okay you know there were different types of people different body types and everything which I think is a wonderful thing and I must admit I did kind of feel like oh you know can I cope with this? And, you know, sometimes we've all heard stories of larger people going into gyms and working out and feeling really self-conscious and thinking everyone's watching them. But in this space, I felt really, really comfortable. I was a total newbie, didn't know anything, but the environment was just so cool and so chilled and It was one of those things where, you know, you go somewhere and someone will come up and say, hey, you know, do you need any help with that or whatever? (laughs) Um, But yeah, everyone was just so cool and chilled. And like, for instance, we were just standing there at one point talking about calluses because it is quite tough on your hands, all that kind of like grabbing and everything. And I think you had gone to like investigate another part of the wall and um, Millie and I were just standing there. And this really lovely lady came over and said, hi, do you guys want some liquid chalk? Are you okay? And we had a little chat and everything. And I was like, oh, thanks a lot. And we you know, we were just talking and then off she went. And the vibe was just so nice and cool. It wasn't like watchy, watchy, like what's she wearing, what's she doing? Yeah. You know, the vibe was just so cool. And I loved that. That was a positive takeaway. I felt comfortable there. I'd, I'd have to agree. It was super super chill Mm. and i think because of the activity that it was you ain't got time to be looking around and watchy watchy and Mm. be watching people and up in their face and stuff like that because you just need to focus on the job at hand like you've come there to climb you've come there to climb safely that's right and the only way that you're going to do that is if you just focus on your problem which is the climb and figuring that out um that's not to say that people weren't kind of like at points just milling about and because it, it does take a lot out of you and especially yeah. like as you would advance in like climbs you know you try it once and then you, you might need to take a breather but even in that space where people were taking a breather like you know people were just doing their thing mm-hmm. and it was just really nice and even for someone who has been before mm-hmm. like I did have like a small moment of being like oh like it's it's new here like it's that feeling of being new and yeah you know it's that feeling of it being your first time even though it wasn't my first time but it was my first time there yeah um you do feel a little bit self-conscious but that that went like in an instant like mm-hmm. as soon as I tried for the first time yeah the vibe like was the nice. first climb like it that that just completely went and yeah it was just chill it was nice to be Um, With you guys. Um, And also, yeah, it was nice to see different groups and some people on their own, and then some people in like a big climbing group. And you Mm -hmm. can tell that they're super professional and super advanced. And like it was just a nice mix of people. There wasn't, it wasn't just like an overwhelming group of just one type of climber. There was like, you could see that there was a range of climbers in that space. And That made it feel um, really like open and welcoming and just nice. Just nice, yeah. I really enjoyed it. And also, um, talking about positive takeaways, um, Adventure HQ um, listed some health benefits to indoor rock climbing. So I'll just go through a couple of them. Um, So... The first one is that it strengthens your muscles while being low-impact. Indoor rock climbing uses virtually every major muscle group in your body, making it a great whole-body alternative to pumping iron at the gym. You'll use large muscles in your arms and legs to pull your body up the wall, while your abs work to keep you stable and balanced. Rock climbing is a low impact exercise, which means it's easy on your body, particularly on your joints, while giving you a great full body workout. It improves your flexibility. All the reaching, stretching and climbing that's involved um, can dramatically improve your overall flexibility and range of motion, which in turn helps give your body a lean toned appearance. It challenges your cardiovascular system Climbing up an indoor course is hard work, I can attest to that, <laughs> which means your heart rate will be boosted from the moment you step onto the first foothold right up until you touch the top. This can help increase your stamina, burn calories and strengthen your heart and lungs. It combats, or it can help to combat chronic disease. As with any type of vigorous exercise that's done for 20 minutes or longer at a time, Spending some time at your local um, rock climbing gym can help reduce your risk of developing chronic diseases such as hypertension, type 2 diabetes and even some forms of cancer. Better yet, rock climbing has been shown to be an effective all natural way to battle back against damaging effects of chronic stress thanks to the fact that scaling a wall can lead to feel good senses of accomplishment. And the last one is that they say it can help improve your coordination. And it says, indoor rock climbing may help you to develop better hand-eye coordination while increasing your sense of spatial? Spatial. Spatial. How do you spell it? S-P-A-T-I-A-L. S-P-A-T-I-A-L. Spatial. Why am I saying... is what? Spatial. Spatial. Yes, spatial. Oh, okay. Spatial awareness. Spatial. Do you know what? What, what? I just thought, oh, it's a bit late. Go on. But that would have been like a really good business venture, like at the start of COVID, not to make money out of a bad situation, <laughs> but like, you know, people that were still just standing too close to you. Oh my God. You could have this recording and you could just say, Spatial. Awareness. Like, you know when vans are reversing, they're like, beep, beep, beep. This van is reversing. Spatial. Awareness. Move back, please. Do you know what I mean? Spatial. Yeah, because you know what? I don't like the way some people be moving up in the queue back now. Like, please. The position has not changed. Right. The closer you are to me, you're still third in the queue. And <laughs> coronavirus is still very real. Spatial awareness. Spatial. Awareness. <laughs> so, yes, yeah, back to the topic. Spatial. Awareness. That's really funny, actually. Can I just quickly say, and yeah. know this is like nothing to do with like the tryouts, but I actually didn't realise you spelt spatial like this well that's it that's why i struggled because i was like but well, it's definitely spatial awareness <laughs> <laughs> okay so rock climbing can increase your sense of spatial awareness spatial. and it, yes awareness and it can boost your cognitive spatial. and problem solving skills Because to reach the top of the wall, you need to carefully plan your movements. And this can translate to real world improvements with your day to day activities. Spatial. Ah! (laughs) Yes, it helps with your spatial awareness. So those are a couple of positive takeaways from the experience as well um, that this website has talked about. And I can definitely attest to some of those things with the hand-eye coordination, etc. So, yeah, what positive takeaways did you have from the experience? It was just fun. Yeah, it was just fun. It was. Um, And just something different to do Mm. on a weeknight. So do you think it was a sustainable option for wellness or health? Or fitness. Or fitness. Um, yeah, why not? It's a whole body experience, like we said. Mm-hmm. So, and not only is it, it using obviously the physical body, but also again, like we mentioned before, mm. you're using brain power too to to figure out how to get up there, yeah. what works, what didn't, blah 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 blah. And there's constantly a new challenge depending on where you are on the wall, mm-hmm. um, what holds you choose to go for, what level of difficulty. So yeah, I think it's it's definitely like um, a sustainable. Um, form, yeah, of like increasing, maintaining your level of fitness, um, yeah, because the next day where you saw ugh, the backs of my legs, like you probably don't have this, but you know where your back, your bra sits at the back, and you just got that little juicy flesh bit underneath. Oh There's a little bit of bulge there. I have that, and just. Across that band there was really, really sore. The backs of my arms, across my chest, and even my stomach, my core, I was a bit like, oh, I actually have muscles there. Like I could actually feel it. And it wasn't a horrible feeling like, ow, I'm hurt. It was kind of like sore, I've done something. It's, it was quite a satisfying feeling knowing that my body had responded this thing Mm. that i was doing and i'd only you know done it for an hour or so so yeah um one thing i want to talk about is pricing because do you think it was worth the money um so we paid like let's just call it 20 pounds yeah and that that included Obviously, our time Mm. um, and the shoe rental. Yeah, I think that was £2, £53, something like that. (laughs) £53? No, (laughs) £2.53 or £3. Okay. Oh, oh. yeah. Okay, okay, okay. And actually, I just remembered, on top of that, there was a a first-time £2 registration fee. Mm -hmm. So that's like like a one-time deal. Okay, cool. So basically, I think we tried to go... In the off peak time which would have made it like maybe like 14 or 15 pounds mm, but, including shoes including shoes but we kind of not that we got the timing wrong but the the way the chart looks mm. it looked like the off peak time started at 7 30 yeah but it, it wasn't actually, very clear yeah it's that it looked like it started at seven or whatever but it actually started at eight and we got there before so that was a little bit confusing um so we ended up paying 20 pounds and you know like I mean it's only a difference of five pounds, but that five pounds could have got you like five guys' milkshake on your way home or whatever. Mm. Um, I but think then, milkshakes are available well, that from other companies. That one's very nice. <laughs> it is um <laughs> But um I asked the women, because I I was wondering how it works. So I was like, Oh, is there is it a time sort? Like, are you paying for a time mm. or can you climb for how long? And she was like, Oh, it's just open, like you've paid to be here like it's not like a time slot thing so you know like for example if you go ice skating it's like you pay for a slot and mm. it's like between 11 and one and then when it gets to one o'clock you have get to clear out. the eyes <laughs> it's not like that so technically you can really get your money's worth because mm. if you go at like midday you can stay all day if you if you wish yeah, if, if yeah. you you have the ability to um so saying that I definitely think it's worth the money. Um, And if it was a case of um, you being a first timer and you was already paying 20 pounds, well, it's like Mm. an extra five to 10 pounds to then have the guidance of an experienced climber. So to have that experience once, yeah, I think it's, I definitely think it's worth it. Mm -hmm. Well, I enjoyed it so much. I mean, our next visit, I think we get, is it 50% off? Yeah, that's what it said on the card. Yeah. So this is kind of the feeling that I got when um, we did the tryouts for bar that I still do literally to this day because do I... Do you? Yeah. When was the last one that you did? The last bar class. <coughs> yeah. This morning. Don't lie. Seriously. With who? Um, this was on YouTube. Okay. I think I don't want to fit. Is it uh, pop fitness? Huh? I can't quite remember, but um, literally I watched a couple of them and I literally just chose this one because I I like the look of it and I like the instructor. Um, We've spoken about music before, um, but because I know her routines now, I've got like my um, earphones in and I'll just copy what's on screen. But yeah, I've kept doing Bar because it had a big impression on me and I love it. And I think... I will go again, like literally. Ah, oh, that was going to be my next question. Yeah. Would you go again? Absolutely. Oh, sick. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, 20 quid or whatever. Okay. As we said, you know, you can go for as long as you want to. But I think just to keep things fun and mix up training, I could use that as strength training for my running. So it fits in so it's not like you have to go like twice a week i'd probably maybe go once a week or something like that as part of my strength and conditioning and doing bar as well so i would definitely go back cool you'd go back well yeah i've been back before okay well let's go on sunday then what you doing sleeping oh okay i'll be going on sunday then (laughs) (laughs) You can take meals. He'll go with you. Oh, yeah. We have a great time. (laughs) Woo! So, we hope you enjoyed this episode. And, yeah, let us know if you're tempted to give it a go. So, the social media handle is... Don't ask me. You say it. At Relatively Fit Pod. Well done. Check me out. My God. Check me out. (laughs) The little break... Has, you know, rejuvenated me. Has it? Yes, it has. All right, then. So stay connected and join the conversation. Bye. Bye. Bye.